Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the Mitchin, a weekly podcast about food in Sydney. My name is Andrew Levins, and my co host name is. I don't know. <laughs> Mike Eggett. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's Mitch Orr, the guy you know from Cooking at Acme. Are we still persisting that it's weekly, are we? Um, it's going to be weekly from now on. I'm making an effort. I'm going to fail miserably, I'm sure. But are you still right. persisting that he's cooking in Acme? <laughs> <laughs> Today we find ourselves in one of our favorite restaurants, but unfortunately it will no longer be our favorite restaurant a month from now because the food's gone down the toilet, to be honest. And uh, they're actually closing their doors uh, come September. Um, we're inside Moon Park in Redfern, uh, run by uh, two chefs, Ben Sears and Yunhee. Unhi, fuck, fucked it already. <laughs> it's okay, she's not here. Just Ben Sears is here, and of course their, their partner Ned Brooks. <clears throat> Welcome to the Mitchin guys, aka your restaurant, where we are right now. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you know we, we've been sent here by a current affair to find out what happened. It's behind the music, behind the kitchen special. What happened between you guys? You guys haven't been speaking for the last three months. We thought we would get you guys in a room together and just find out where it all went wrong. Yeah, it's, it's creative differences. <laughs> As in you're creative and that isn't. Ned's different. <laughs> so Moon Park is a, uh, a modern Korean and, um, and, and mostly natural wine-focused restaurant and bar in Redfern. That's been, they opened two and a half years ago? Yeah, uh, October 2013. And uh, it's kind of, you know, um, immediately uh, became one of like, you know, I guess alongside Acme, one of the kind of newer restaurants opened by a younger crew of people that didn't have massive uh, buyers behind them and big backers, that kind of thing. It was very independent and you guys did what you wanted. And uh, that really shone through on the menu and the decor and, and, and a wine list. The, the lack of decor. I love yeah. your decor here. It's, yeah. a, it's really a good like vibe. It. I don't know why people bagged it out so much. Who bagged it? Too. Everyone, everyone, everyone really? when it opened, yeah. Every every single review has mentioned it. Yeah. How, how, I, how I still find it hilarious that people still come in and get surprised when how they see how plain it is. After three years, geez, where's everything gone? Ah, oh, there never was anything. <laughs> <right? Yeah. laughs> At least the fire sale started already. Started three years ago. Started where before the, we opened. Where are the frame pictures of George Costanza? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone restaurant can have that. Not, every, not everyone can pull that off. Um, but uh, I guess we could talk about how you guys. Um, came to meet the two of you guys uh, came to be friends and decided to go into business together we're going to do an origin story yeah, yeah man I, fucking, I, 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 I just saw a superhero movie this week and I want to recreate it this is the Suicide Squad episode of, uh, of the Mitchin I'm Amanda Waller um, 
Mitch, who do you want to be? You want to be uh, I'll be Rick Margot Flag. Rob- I'll be Margot. Okay, you okay, okay, Mitch is Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> can, can we all just be Margot Robbie? <laughs> Um, Ned actually looks a little bit, little bit like Jared, Jared Leto so, so Ned's the Joker And uh, Ben is all the other characters you've got, you've got a big role to play today, buddy yeah, well, Does um, he really, though? Uh, no, it's, it's a shit movie <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my other podcast, hey, fam, if you want to hear me Take that movie down a few pegs um, But, Ben, I met you when you were working at Claude's In Paddington a couple of years ago and um, you were head chef there for a couple of years. Before that, you were, you, you were cooking at various restaurants in Melbourne. Mitchell, remember those names? No idea, because I met Ben and Claude's as well. Yeah, I, I, I was working for Andrew McConnell most of the time I was in Melbourne. I knew so, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, which ones in particular? Uh, Cutler & Co. and 312 were the main ones. But yeah, sure. That, um, was, that was when he only had two restaurants, so... Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, before, the, before the empire. <laughs> so what, first of all, what brought you to Sydney? Claude's. I came to work at because I knew I already knew Chewie, and and she needed a she needed a chef, so came up and started work at Claude's, and that was six years ago, mm-hmm. seven years ago. And because uh, you're at Claude's for a while, yeah, three years. Yeah. Claude's is I guess like an institution, uh, or was an institution <laughs> in Sydney for for years and years, and it was kind of. Was it the first restaurant to ever get three hats? Or is that, or is that just me making things up? Uh, it could have been. I don't know. No, no one who listens to the podcast is going to fact check that. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> angry angry anyone, emails. Nobody who listens to actually. this podcast. Uh, I actually have the 1981 Sydney Morning Herald Good Food Guide in my hand. and <laughs> no, I can it, tell you. It is. It, is, it, it, it would have been pretty close. An institution, you know, with Damien Pinelay and Tim Pak Poi and Chewy and it's a place where like those guys really made their names and really influenced Sydney dining and fine dining and I, I, I remember when I was when I was an apprentice in Melbourne reading about it and it was like this 45 seat little fine diner and it was like something had been airlifted out of Paris and yeah. and planted in Australia and you were like oh that's that's cool that's fucking wild like <laughs> all these restaurants that you read about and there's one here like of that sort of yeah but when Chewy took it over um, I mean because it you know, used to be that like classic French food French bistro kind of stuff oh uh, fine dining obviously but yeah Tim Tim's food was pretty weird right like, mm. like there was a lot of fusion-y stuff happening with Tim Tim's food because Tim, my favourite kind of food yeah fusion-y Weird, weird or fusion? That's <laughs> why um, you like Moon Park. That's yeah, pretty fusion. Yeah, my favorite fusion restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I remember, like, that, like, have you got like a classic story of like your parents taking you out to Claude's, or is that Hongi? That'd be Hongi. Hongi. Yeah. My parents took me to Lone Star, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's good too. That's another Sydney institution. <laughs> you just left after the free peanuts, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> Threw my peanuts on the floor and left. Yeah. Um, but w- I mean, Chewy definitely brought in uh, a lot of um, Asian influence. Yeah, yeah, like kind of classic Chinese stuff, and um, yeah, all the Malaysian, like that she grew up eating. Um, and on Sydney's North Shore. So when when, <laughs> when 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 you were brought in, what what was the kind of your your focus of food when you became head chef there? Well, Chewy was still there when I was there, so it was basically just and like an extension of what what she was doing. It wasn't like I 
you know, we threw everything out and started from scratch. Like you still have to, if you're a head chef working under another chef, you still have to toe the line to a degree. Like, mm -hmm. so yeah, I just went to Mamak every night, <laughs> stole ideas, and charged five times more. That's great. It's a good time. So Claude's closed in 2012 or 13. 2013. It was, there was only like two months between Claude's and Moon Park opening. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, a quick turnaround, yeah. Yeah. So how did uh, you come to meet Ben, Ned? Uh, we met, what, 10, 12? Probably 12. 12, yeah. 12, 12 or 13 years ago now? Or yeah. about 15, 20 years ago? <laughs> no, it was about 2035 years ago. 2005 <laughs> in Melbourne. Um, I was running a bar called the Panama Dining Room. Mm -hmm. And it used to stay up until 3 a.m. every night. And so Ben and the other young chefs from the McConnell stable used to come down and get pissed at the bar. And I, I became mates with all those guys then. They had, they had a ping pong table. We had a ping so. and a pool <laughs> table. And yeah, it was I, can't, a, I can't play pool though. So. There was a lot, there was a lot, a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, we met then. And then I moved to Sydney in 2009-ish. And then when Ben moved up, we sort of started hanging out again in Sydney. Yeah. Um, people who have listened to multiple episodes of The Mitchum will be familiar with Joel Amos and as well as we're running uh, Moon Park with, with Ben. Ned, is the, Ned Brooks is the Brooks in Brooks and Amos of, uh, of, of their little wine making oh, business together. Oh, right. Paint to the penny is drop for you. Fucking hell, well, the things you learn, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, when did you guys start sharing ideas of, of, of opening a joint together? About a week before we opened. <laughs> <laughs> literally, a, literally the truth, yeah. Pretty, pretty close to the um, time. Ben was planning on doing this, and then um, I was working at Mavita at the time and also uh, in a law firm and realised I hated both of those. And um, sort of thought I'd jump on. So, sorry, Frank, if you're listening. <laughs> G'day, Frank. He's, he's not dying. <laughs> He's the one that wrote to us about <laughs> Claude's not getting three hats first. And um, yeah, just sort of jumped on board with Ben then. Um, yeah, so it was it was a very quick turnaround from sort of getting on board to opening. Yeah, like we we found the space on Gumtree, and um, really, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, for the, those who haven't been here, Moon Park is in a pretty prominent part of Redfern. Um, well, uh, I don't know what's the name. It's like, is that Redfern? Is that Redfern that's Street? Redfern Street. That's Elizabeth Street. Yeah, right. So right, right on the corner, overlooking um, a very important part of Redfern. And I mean, I feel like Redfern has changed so much since you guys opened. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, yeah, I, I guess since then. Well, when we opened, there was really only a couple of places at the other end of Redfern Street. You know, you had Arcadia Liquor was open and maybe the dock, I think, maybe. And then since then, like, the Bearded Tit is open. Yeah, like 40% of Sydney's small bars are within yeah. three minutes of the yeah. bar. Was the cafe just up there as well? Oh, it was Three, three Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah, that's opened. And I know that the new organic bakery and the cake cellar door is also yeah. Yep. Yeah, opened up. Um, so it's been a, been a you, bit of you influence. You remember cakes of the wines. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but ben, Mitch and I cooked uh, at a fried chicken festival at Cake, cake Wine Cellar Door a couple of weeks ago. And uh, I, hadn't, I hadn't cooked for a while. I did the automata pop it up. So I knew I was going to like fuck myself up in some way, but I really hurt myself. Every single one of my fingers... I cut on the cardboard boxes that we were serving. <laughs> <laughs> I just came home covered in paper cuts. Oh man, it's hard being a chef. <laughs> um, so tell me about Moon Park. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> Ben, 
you you've been dating when for for you you were both working at Claude's together and seeing each other. Um, yeah, is, is is Korean. <coughs> um, yep. When did you start having a, a love for for Korean food? Yeah, basically, when told him to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she said, "Eat this, or, or fuck off." <laughs> um, yeah, that's just going out with Dylan, and you, you know, you go out to Strathfield every weekend, and you start to see that it's not just shit barbecue. Like, there's there's other stuff, and then actually going to Korea you start to see this and that and you're like oh wow there's actually something <laughs> there's how something many, cool here how many times have you been to Korea now? Uh, three how pissed do you get in Korea? Uh, not very really? because I go with one. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I, I reckon it would be so dangerous being in Korea because I just feel like the, the proximity of canned beer to everywhere in there <laughs> is just it's very prominent right? yeah and it's it's real cheap it's amazing like you can get a um you get a six pack of beer delivered to your house for whatever four bucks five bucks or something <laughs> like, yeah that's not dangerous at all guys well done um does the beer, does the beer come with fried chicken though <laughs> it can do yeah because yeah, you, you i remember you did a post when you were in korea once about like you're yeah, getting like a, a delivery of of beer fried chicken and pickles yeah the beer with the fried chicken isn't canned so it comes in a big like in like a keg. PET bottle. Oh, like wow. A 1.25 litre Coke <laughs> bottle that you buy at Safeway. Like, filled, filled from the tap, I think. It's pretty pretty rock and roll. Um, so, Korean beer is, is uh, renowned for being watery and cold, which is, are two things that I really like in a beer. <laughs> um, but they're not what... I mean, like, the, 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 the menu, especially the wine list at, uh, at, at Moon Park, is very natural-focused, very forward-thinking wine list. But then you would pair it with, like, a like a, an OB... Korean beer um, do you agree that like wine should be interesting and beer should not <laughs> uh, not, not, <laughs> not not really no no like, there's some there's some beers that are really interesting and they're really delicious like um, like some sour beers of yeah, fucking delicious. I, I've been. We're, we're next week. We're doing an episode with um, Mike Benny and Mike Eggett. Yeah. Uh, we're, we'll start doing like regular wine and, and beverage episodes. People yes. love the beverage episodes of the Mitchin. Hot content alert. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've been. Uh, I, I really like sour beers. Yeah, but I, I mean, they're, they're interesting beers, and they they're sort of pretty pretty delicious. But yeah, there are some beers which are a little bit too too crafty, too hoppy, which are pretty gross. Yeah, I, I I was like, I think all sour beers are great last week. And whenever you think that, you fuck it up real hard. And so I spent <laughs> way too much money on like a bunch of just weird, stupid beers. And someone talked me into buying a six pack of watermelon beer. Um, it's like, and they use sour notes of watermelon. And it was, it's so foul. <laughs> yeah. That, yes. yeah, you had that coming. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, look forward to me being wrong about drinks uh, in next week's episode with Mike and Mike. But even, even wine doesn't have to be that really wacky to be delicious i mean sometimes like a really lean really sort of fresh clean white is exactly what you want to drink you know it's um i think it's a bit of both really and it's personal taste too really is of course it's personal yeah. taste but sometimes really you know, sometimes, some, sometimes mitch likes his tea really watery yeah. <laughs> and other times you like it nice and brewed nice and strong with milk no, so i always yeah. like it brewed properly <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, let's talk about the food at Moon Park because, uh, you know, we, we've spoken a tiny bit about Korean food and, and the staples. You definitely had the Korean staples of like bibimbap and um, Korean fried chicken, but you did them of a higher caliber to what you would find in uh, parts of Chinatown and around Sydney. 
Yeah, it's you know you I guess opening a a fine dining modern Korean restaurant in a walk up in Redfern was a bit of a, a leap of faith, and we kind of wanted to have things that people could understand. Yeah, recognize mm-hmm. at least you know, and I guess bulgogi fried chicken and bibimbap is and kimchi. That's what everyone. <laughs> yeah. If you say Korean food, everyone. Everyone thinks that. Like, if my mum knows what they are. So sure. that's yeah, yeah. She knows a lot now, but, yeah, when we opened. <laughs> um, so, yeah, take those and you can kind of play around with a little bit without scaring people off rather than getting straight into the, like, fermented Wagyu guts and <laughs> weird, weird stuff. Um, talk us through some of your favourite dishes that you've come up with over the couple of years that you've been open. Um, well, you can know. you can start with like the classics, the things that you open with. At state. What, what 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 dishes did you open with that are still on the menu now? Uh, quite a few, actually. It's a bit embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go. We're, we swear we'll change the menu before we before we close. Things have, like, <laughs> final things have evolved. Like there's always been a bibimbap. But it always changed. Yeah, like, like there's always a bibimbap. The garnish has always it changed. Changes because it's know. a like it's just a rice bowl and it's yeah. that's like it's a f- that's like a formal kind of thing that you can play around with. Yeah, while still I guess keeping it pretty Korean. The fried chicken's been on forever. Rice yeah. cakes, the rice cakes. I love the fried chicken. Dukey Biki or whatever. Dukey Biki. Dukey uh, the um, cucumber kimchi has been on since we opened. The moon well. pie, moon pie has been moon on. Pie. I'll be, I'll be pretty, pretty glad to see the back of moon pies. <laughs> <laughs> well, last time I was here, we came with um, my son, my wife, and then two of our friends, and they um, realized that they had to leave to run off to a show at Giant Dwarf just before dessert got delivered, and so we got like four moon pies put on our table, and I was like. Off you go, Archie. His face is just like like two year old just hoeing into the fancy moon pie dessert. I guess one of, one of my favourites has always been the um, smoked deal with puffed rice, the samba. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's been on for a while now. Yeah, and um, another one of my favourites was the original sea biscuit, which had the urchin. Oh, I love yeah, that one. That yeah, so that was good. wild. That yeah. was so yeah. good. One of my one of my favourite dishes was after you guys came back from holidays, maybe at the end of Christmas last year. Yeah, the chilled anchovy soup with spicy leek and it, fuck, it was insane. Oh, I never had that one, damn. It was insane. And that yeah, was, that like, was a lunch one. Yeah, Ben yeah, just pulled stuff out of the freezer and put it in a bowl. Oh, it wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't me, sure. If it's good, it's probably un. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, yeah, it was because it was like a stinking hot Sydney day. And I had shaved Benito ice on it or something. Yeah, like it was just like, oh, fuck, it was good, man. I still think about it all the time. It was so good. Um, and yeah, you, you, when you opened, you had like you did the fried chicken dish, which is kind of what everyone wrote about first because it was it was very refined. Like you know, Sydney fucking loves fried chicken. Everyone don't, loves fried chicken. Don't everyone they? Loves fried chicken. <laughs> um, but you guys, you know, you you, you brine it. What you said, shrimp brined. Um, great buzzword. People love to drop in every mention of Moon Park. Um, yeah. But uh, eventually, you started doing for your lunch uh, like the full the full fried chicken, so the entire yeah. whole fried chicken. And uh, apparently, it's a like it's a thing in Korea. Like you get it in markets and stuff. Like they, a whole they fried one, like deep fry a whole bird. So I was like, oh yeah, that'd be cool. That's a cool thing to do at lunch. Like <laughs> one worse, of our one of our Korean chefs made the suggestion that the um the biggest trending career at the moment was buy <laughs> buy one whole fried chicken, get one whole fried chicken, 
for free <laughs> <laughs> He suggested we do that And we just went Nah man nah. <laughs> so, Bad enough Come doing, out of your Doing pain. one at a time <laughs> yeah. um, But the crazy thing about that Is that I feel like Everyone associates um, The best part of fried chicken Being the dark meat But I really thought That with that one The breast Which is normally like You know Foodie's least favourite part of, yeah, uh, of, I, hate, of uh, I hate breast meat But there was easily Like the, the, the juiciest And most amazing part Of that you, chicken I thought. You brine it And you cook it on the bone It's like yeah. Yeah. It's like any meat Like breast is shit Because people take the breast off And then they Overcook it Yeah Overcook it And then it It's like anything I guess It was so good man Well the The, 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 the juice was loose As they say <laughs> <laughs> So now that you guys are, are about to shut down I mean we want to go into You know the what? Why you're shutting down, or you'd rather keep keep a few things secret? I know that's cool. Like the the lease is up for renewal. It's not. Yeah, it's not much of a story. So, yeah, no, <laughs> we can make it one <laughs> if you want. Um, Suicide Squad. <laughs> I just ben couldn't. I couldn't I get over it. It's so bad. Superhero <laughs> outfits coming soon. Um, and um, imagine blaming a restaurant <laughs> shutting down <laughs> on Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's Zach, Zach Snyder, if you're listening, this is this is your fault, buddy. This is well. And um, the lease is up for renewal, and we just decided that three years was a good good run, and we'll just take a break and uh, you know, a bit of time it's away from apart from each other. And S- Sydney's hot new food trend is closing your restaurant. Didn't you, <laughs> <laughs> didn't you know? <laughs> it's the best marketing play. <laughs> it's, it's actually a really good way to fill a restaurant. It really <laughs> is. Yeah. yeah. We're going to close. It's like those... Uh, someone told me... I think Gav must have been there told me the other day. He's like, it's like those rug shops that have been closed <laughs> yeah, for four years, years. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think we did more in the final month we were open at the dip than we did in like the five months leading up to w- us announcing that we were closing. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, you the, the first first three months and then the last three months. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our next restaurant is going to be a six-month pop-up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so when you guys close, where should we go to get Korean food? Because that's like the. I mean, it's gonna, we're, we're all going to go work at Acme, so you can yeah. <laughs> do a Korean. Someone's going to work Korean at Acme pasta. <laughs> um, the best place in Sydney at the moment is probably, I'm going to say it wrong, but Imani Heijongguk in Strathfield. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really good. Like, far and away the best place in Sydney. I haven't been, but I've also wanted to go to Mabasa in Balmain. I've heard that's pretty good too. I haven't been there either, but... I've heard it's Balmain. Cool. You know, who goes to Balmain? That's coming from a guy who's talking about Strathfield as well. So that's... <laughs> yeah. that's so, bad. Sorry, Balmain. Yeah, Batman is one of those like places that just exists. I, I can, yeah. If you don't have a car, I, I wouldn't even know how to get there. Bus. I don't. I don't really no do bus. Either. the bus to Stratford, <laughs> I'm sure there's no, a ferry. Yeah, you can ca- catch the ferry to Balmain. Good in Mabasa. Make a day. Do a day trip. <laughs> <laughs> Make a day of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I love. I, it's 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 funny. Like, I mean, this place, Moon Park, really, you know. I don't know what it is. I guess it, it, it's that level of not looking like an idiot where you don't, you don't know what something is when you go to a restaurant like this. Whereas if you, if you go to a proper traditional Korean restaurant in Sydney, you're bound to fuck something up and order the wrong thing or, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I really loved Moon Park because I was able to try a lot of 
you know, it was still your take on Korean dishes, but they were Korean dishes that, you know, normally they're not rice cakes and, and hot dogs on a skewer covered in red chili sauce. Like, oh, I love Korean. I love Korean food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Connor Express closed, huh? That was pretty sick. There's one in, um, in, like, as you come out of Town Hall and walk towards um, George Street near the cinemas, there's a place down there that they sell, like, Fried chicken, the skewers with like rice cakes and bits of hot dog and fried chicken covered in sauce. The one on Pitt Street? No, no, it's like actually undercover across the road from the, the news agent in that weird little bit near where Tim Ho One just opened up in t- near Town Hall. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's crazy cheap, and they they must go through. Oh, like, is that the one in like the back? and they do like it's chicken like chicken in, in a cup and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another one you're talking about. There's heaps of stuff open on George Street. And like in that little area now, well, yeah. That w- there's that like 15 different fried chicken shops. I don't know if any of them are good. There's a there's a John Bing place that just opened that's pretty good. Yeah, I went there the other day too. Did you like it? Um, I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. It was like really really simple. John Bing is like the uh, the egg pancake with I- um, uh, you know fried dough and sauce and chili. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Thoughts or whatever. Or, yeah. or crunchy crackers. Sorry. <laughs> But the, the, did you have it with a? They do like a. Is, is it like a tofu milk or something like that? Like a fermented no. milk drink? No, no, I I skipped the milk. drink. Yeah, yeah, that was. But every single person. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like you get there and you have like this pancake thing, and if you get it on its own, it's like five bucks. But the meal deal is that with. I think you get like a little tiny thing of pickles, and then this like weird fermented milk drink, like kefir or something. No, no, it's like I don't, I don't know what it is. It's like I don't know what it was. Do you know anything about it? No, no. sorry. You didn't know, you've never encountered weird milk, milk drinks in your travels? No, I've, no, I've never had a Chinese girlfriend, so I don't know anything about it. <laughs> so next, next to that place with the, that, that make cheesecakes that has a ridiculously long line yeah, for yeah. cheesecakes. Line up for a line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, know, I, I really hope that, that, that in your absence we get um, someone else doing modern, modern Korean food. Of, of your caliber because it was I don't know well, it was yeah, special Kim, Kim just closed so there's a niche yeah, in the Kim market now well. 
It's wide open. Best Korean in Sydney. You can yeah. walk right. You basically just have to open it. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you'll see, like every single every single restaurant in the world seems to have a young Korean guy working in it. At least yeah. one. Because they're weapons. It's, they're yeah, so they're, fucking good. They're such good cooks. I think there's about fifteen at Benelong apparently. So yeah. Like these guys will start opening their own places. And I think that if, will be if they can get visas and the government lets them. Yeah, well, look forward to getting dookie bookie at the uh, <laughs> at the bar menu at Benelong soon. <laughs> but yeah, the, or, like I've had a lot. We've we've got a Korean girl working for us at the moment, and we've had we had one of the guys who used to work at Benelong work for us, and they're just such strong cooks, and they just you just show them something and they just fucking do it, and they've got great palates and they're always happy and fun and. No, yeah, that's they all, so good. they all have good attitudes. Yeah, which is which is refreshing. Yeah, <laughs> um, did it's you like they actually want to be here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's weird. <laughs> did you notice that, that that the culture of food when you were in Korea is that is is it significantly different to to how we are in Australia? Yeah, like people go out and people go out to eat, not to Instagram. It's a weird. <laughs> It's a weird place because it's, it's somewhere that there's only really been a middle class for, say, 30, 40 years or something. Like, it's, you know, up until the, I guess, early 80s. Yeah, it was some, the 80s, yeah. You know, and then the whole miracle on the Han happened. And, and now, and so now, I guess, Unhi's generation, like these kind of, early 30s late 20s kids are the first kids to have grown up middle class and so it's normal to go out and eat in restaurants and spend money on shit like maybe in the same way that it was for our parents right sure and so now you see like the restaurant scene there is exploding like like the first time I went there was I mean there was you could go and eat temple food or you could go and eat traditional food, but there was literally, like, nothing else. There was no... There was no high-end stuff and there was no... Like, there wasn't really cool bars or anything that you could go to. And now it's all it's all happening. So. Yeah, Ed just got back. Ed took a trip over there as well. Ed loved Ed from Yeah, Abby. And when it, he has a friend who's been living in Seoul, Korean girl, and she just, like, pretty much destroyed him. Like just like showed him everything, and he's like just mind fucked from how crazy good it was. Just like all the bars and all the food and all the like different things. He's like it's so because it also it has so underrated. Like has no like one street about has it, all that know? street food that that everybody you know yeah, that people like on. about going to say Southeast Asia or something. Like yeah, it has sure. all that yeah. sort of stuff. But it also yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shout outs to four white guys talking about. What's good in Korea? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to do it on here, but she doesn't like talking to us. So <laughs> she doesn't talk to anyone. <laughs> no, it's just it's just Midge. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone from getting nothing to like she'll nod at me now. That's like a big oh, I'm like pretty happy with that over three years. She likes Archie, although she didn't make him a special omelet last time we were here. What the fuck's a go? <laughs> Sorry, Archie. <laughs> <laughs> you just pulled out like a Mickey Mouse plate, Mickey Mouse plate out of nowhere at like, that time as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, magic. Don't all kitchens have? <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys are going to be without jobs in when? When, when, when does Moon Park close? Twenty 
fourth of September. Um, we, we got we got the whole of Sydney listening to this podcast. It's time for you to pitch yourselves to potential business. We've yeah. always been great at PR. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're ready to sell out. <laughs> Just, Justin, are you listening? <laughs> My number is. <laughs> So, yeah, even though you're going to take a break from each other, is there, like, a a goal or, you know, a pipe dream of reopening together in the future at some point? Yeah, I think we're, we're sort of thinking anywhere from mid-next year onwards. We'll right. start sort of thinking seriously about reopening somewhere. Um, you know, just take a, a nice step back and have a think about exactly what we want to do. Sort of slightly new food concept, which, you know, is sort of... You know, keeps things fresh for us and also yeah. the customers, but also just like sort of trying to find, you know, the right site and doing everything. Taking more than two weeks. Yeah, maybe three, <laughs> three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 At least half a week on decor. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 and um, yeah, sort of doing things a little bit more professionally than we did this time, if we can. Similar cuisine. Was there anything, any kind of cuisine, anything, any kind of Korean dishes that you wanted to explore that, never, that you never got around to? No, I think we've, you know, we we've we've had three years. We've said sure. what we needed to. So the menu now until you close, it, the layout of it's changed. Yeah, it's so like it's, set. it's four courses now, like snacks, starters, mains, desserts, right. um, with like a small supplement section from which has like the classics from the old a la carte menu. Yeah, right. Um, you got you got to pay extra for the hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And um, what it's changing, changing weekly almost. Yeah. Right. Well, dishes change weekly. Yeah. 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 Fifty nine bucks. You can't even get a main course at eleven no, for that. You can't get a main course anywhere <laughs> in the city. For yeah. That. That's crazy cheap. Has has that? Yeah. Changing it to the set menu has that made the kitchen run a bit more smoothly or? No, not at all. Actually, that's <laughs> <great. laughs> but it's been still a nightmare. <laughs> every every Tuesday we have Angry Ben, which is great. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Scares all the Koreans in the kitchen, except on. Wins goes Ben. She just laughs at him. <laughs> he kicks the bin. She laughs. <laughs> he sleep. He sleeps on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Why was the decision to go to the set menu? Uh, well, because we thought it'd be easier. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I guess just like, the one reason we really thought is if we just had one menu, we could keep it fresh every week so that people would want to come back. You know, if, yeah. you know, when you're closing a restaurant, we, we announced we're closing in May, so we sort of gave people five months, and then that's a long time. It's not like sepia with like seven Four years, years yeah. <laughs> and, um, but then like it's, you know, changing the menu each week meant a lot of our regulars, people would have come every second week for the three years we've been open. They would sort of come back, you know, weekly. Um, we can still play around with stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like we didn't want to just... Be like bought, have be everyone come in and order a pancake and a chicken and the then piss off and then yeah sure yeah like <coughs> you got to keep it interesting for you guys too yeah 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 oh, and also you know look if people are doing just a set menu like a pancake and a fried chicken's like 20 bucks or something you know yeah it's, it's a lot different can I put in a request yeah I, I've never seen any hot dogs on the menu and I know <laughs> you love hot dogs and <laughs> Korean hot dogs are real good they are you do a hot supplement dog? yeah yeah, maybe $30 supplement What would you put on a Korean hot dog? Um, we were playing around with one for a while Just never It was too much work So I didn't I decided <laughs> Really? Oh, to, or were you making the buns and stuff? No, like the the deep fried Korean hot dog The battered oh, like the, uh, the yeah, battered yeah. sav that they do <laughs> Corn dog 
That's it. Like a, a aren't, they, aren't they called Dagwood dogs? In Korea, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a classic sale name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, no, no, like that's an Easter show name. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, hot dog so on a stick. That's what East, they call it now. Easter show is huge in Korea. Yeah, <laughs> so, so is Easter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's direct flights from Seoul to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to, to the Easter show <laughs> to the Olympic Travel- Park station. <laughs> <laughs> Travel agents do special deals. Uh, Peak season. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah we're gonna do a, a Sunday. Which is, Sunday is Korean blood sausage, deep fried in corn butter. Oh wow! With some samjo. It doesn't sound full on, does it? No, it was quite light. Yeah. Good sounds food. Fucking delicious. Yeah. yeah, it was tasty. Damn. What? So you did do that on the menu, or? Oh, uh, I made it once, and I think we just ate it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally the kind of thing that everyone <laughs> yeah. would be like. You know, you you actually need to put that in someone's mouth for them to realize that it's something that they want to eat. Yeah, that's the other thing you don't want to... White people, I mean. White people. Us. Don't get me started. We're extremely woke, Mitch. Everyone <laughs> knows that. <laughs> I would eat, but I, I would also would have made it and gone, yeah, that's way too much work. We never put it yeah. What goes into... How do you deep fry blood? Oh, you have to... You batter it. Yeah, you make it into a sausage first so it sets. Come and then sausage. you... Yep. Well, you just I'm pour the it. blood into the deep fry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that's laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, you're, when you're hanging the carcass you just move the deep fryer underneath and it <laughs> basically does itself it's, <laughs> it's quite an easy recipe as long as you don't have to clean up afterwards it's yeah. quite good uh, so what's that four how many weeks left six six seven, weeks seven I think yeah something like that heaps six of time seven. Yeah. Rush. heaps of time yeah a few more restaurants will close in those six weeks so <laughs> go to them first but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you really should. Everyone really should be coming before it closes. No, it's super duper important yeah. that you that you eat at this joint. What have been? Uh, have there been any reviews that really did not get what you were trying to do? I feel like it was mostly positive. Yeah, I think, I I think they were all very generous towards us when we first opened. Yeah, we got, I mean, we got hit pretty quickly by everyone. Everyone. I think Pat came on the third night, and then um, Terry shortly uh, after, and. Anthony yeah. Huckstep and yeah, and yeah Ned, Ned's talking about reviewers um, Pat Durack and, and Terry Nor <laughs> Terry Nurse <laughs> and from the, um, yeah, from the, the Gourmet the Herald <laughs> <laughs> and the Sydney and they, Traveller yeah they, they're, they're, all, they're all reasonably reasonably friendly and nice towards us um, it's all the um, it's all the amateur reviewers that tend to don't, not get it for me complain about shit that's not worth complaining about. Yeah, compare compare you to their favorite Korean restaurant in in Eastwood or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can but get I can get this in Eastwood. For I had I had I had one woman complain one night complaining us yeah, uh, comparing us to El Bulli, and I said, "You're just fucking kidding me, aren't you?" She goes, this wouldn't happen at El Bulli. I'm like, nah, a lot of things wouldn't happen at El Bulli. Like, fucking what? Do you mean El Bulli, the Spanish tapas yeah, joint around the corner? Sorry, hills. Yeah, <laughs> no, not 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 the uh, gastro temple in Spain. Although there's lots of things that wouldn't happen at El. Obuli in Spain that do happen at Moon Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually where I got the idea of deep frying blood <laughs> directly from the cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was, I did a lot of area guides recently for a lot of suburbs that I wasn't too familiar with, and but so before like heading out to Lakemba, I would kind of see what other blogs 
had you know that had made the effort to kind of do more suburban stuff a lot of people just kind of writing up like Lakemba food tours on their blog and like see where you know at least to see where those food tours would take them in, in certain suburbs that I wasn't too familiar with but there are a lot of blogs that really really like you know specifically seek out like you know street food and street food and really pride themselves in like you know writing about places that no one else has written about before on their blog and in theory, it's really cool, but then alongside that, they'll come to somewhere like Moon Park or more recently, uh, a blog I was reading, you know, which was pretty helpful as a resource for finding places in the suburbs, but they ate at our boy Toby, Toby Wilson at, at um, uh, Ghost, Boy. Ghost Boy Cantina, which were doing the, the tacos in Dixon Street food court and yeah. just like did not get... It was just like... I. The food was okay, but I failed to see how you could justify spending $20 in Dixon Street Food Court. <laughs> and, like, really, just, like, weird hang-ups like that. It's like, man, it's just something different. It's not the same thing. Like, and similarly, like, where, like, yeah, if you come to a place like Moon Park and immediately compare it to, like, a, a yeah, hole in the wall like, Korean spot in Chatswood or whatever, like... Yeah, it's just not... It's know. not the same thing at all. Yeah. Like, there's no it's point in comparing just, the two it's things. It's just a stupid comparison. But, but people don't understand where the price on the menu comes from either. Yeah, like, I mean that's that's one thing that people really don't get it. We had Sydney like, especially. I yeah, feel like Sydney has no idea in, how much food costs. We had someone come into the bar the other night, or a couple of weeks ago, and post something on Facebook and say, "Oh, you threw an onion in the deep fry and charged me twelve bucks for it. Fucking great job, la la." But what people don't understand is that the twelve dollars isn't just for the onion, isn't it? What, what? Oh, it's for the batter as well. It's for yeah. the it's for the <laughs> batter. It's for the oil in the deep fry. It's for the gas running the deep fry. It's for the, the two hours that it takes to get someone to clean the deep fryer after the, you yeah, fry the onion. Exactly. In. It's for the cutler. It's, it's for the, the cutlery si- and the crockery that the plating comes on. It Sydney comes rent. for <laughs> Sydney rent. It comes for the waiter carrying the the plate to your table. It comes for the guy washing your plate up afterwards. It, goes it comes to the, for the, the li- water. The licensing fee you have to pay Outback Steakhouse to put blooming onions on. <laughs> exactly. It comes. We probably shouldn't talk about it. <laughs> it comes to all of that stuff, and people just don't understand it. And it's all. It also goes to all the time and training that all of us in the industry have put into our careers to go. Ah. Oh, I'm going to fucking cut an onion and put this spice mix on it and make this fermented chili thing and serve it with it. Yeah, I like this idea that we're all frying onions and driving around in Ferraris and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, like it's people just don't understand how tiny the margins are in restaurants. And this is why so many are closing and this is why people that have have never worked in the industry before think it's a good idea to open a cafe and make millions of dollars and they close in three months. People the other thing is, is like if you're comparing us to a restaurant in Strathfield or something, which no knock on those places because I go there every weekend. No, totally. But but like, you're not writing blog posts comparing we're not, Strathfield we're restaurant. Not to like, we're not like we're not like buying a kilo of frozen green lip mussels and <laughs> boiling them in water and MSG. Like we're actually <laughs> we're you're boiling, simmering them. We're <laughs> we're purging them in stock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people people just don't realise what goes into it and where those costs, where that money that sits on the menu actually goes to. It doesn't just pay for the onion, yeah, or the fucking chicken or whatever. You well, know? same as that the, the the fried chicken event that we all cooked at recently. We yeah. we had to charge ten bucks on the door just to get in, and then you bought your food on top of that. But the ten bucks, so we got there were a handful of people that complained because it was a pretty busy day for the. For the, for the main like you know three hours of it so there it was, was a bit, a bit of a, it was a bit of a yeah you, I mean you went you, you would have sold almost 500 serves of fried chicken and uh, uh, the 
there were a handful of com- people complaining that like, oh, you know, a 10 bucks got us nothing. And it's like, no, 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 the 10 bucks paid for the food setups so all the people could then put on more staff and, and then serve like the chicken faster the, to the you. T- and also cheaper. Yeah. Tables and... Yeah. And, and, and fryers and, and stuff like, you know, like that. And, and security to al- and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all the costs that come with doing an event of that scale that you know allow council allow council to give it the AOK. Like you, you have to get a permit to use the guard as well. Do yeah, you? fuck Which yeah, and then that costs money too. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. And so like you know you're, you're looking at you know a ten seven hundred people paying a ten dollar cover charge. Like it, th- th- that money goes away pretty fast mm-hmm. when you have all those expenses. And uh, there is that ignorance of like, well, the ten dollars got me nothing, but it's like. Well, I mean, look at where you were, and look what was what was around you. How many how many cleaning staff were there? It seemed like there was a lot. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're all, they're not working for fucking free, are they? No, not at all. Yeah, weren't so, they? Yeah, people I thought they were volunteers. They're, they're, yeah, they're working for leftovers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're working working for all the ranch that I bottled and didn't sell. <laughs> Un, 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 he said thank you for the ranch oh yeah I gave, I gave you like I was like hey do you guys want any ranch and they were like yeah and I gave you like 30, yeah. 30 yeah. little things of do, we, do we I'll mention that we had ranch on the menu oh, last yeah. week I'll take a couple <laughs> yeah this week's special at Moon Park yeah. deep fried ranch you just pour it in the deep fryer <laughs> with some with some cow blood blood <laughs> um, so is there anything that you guys are going to do immediately after closing besides put your feet up for a while uh, I'm going to go to Korea funnily enough of all the places in the world to go to, uh, just for a week or two. Is there um, anyone if, like any um, like? Have you got a favorite place in, in in Seoul or wherever that you go that, that you'll just head to straight away like that? Even though you know you're going to try new things, is there that classic place that you always return to? No, I'm going to go to the convenience store and buy some ninety cent cans of beer. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first place I go to. What's yeah, your lit. What's your Korean beer of choice? Uh, it, it was OB until I opened Moon Park. Um, <laughs> now it's now it's anything that's not OB. There's only like three to choose from. So, well, in Australia, yeah, I'll, I'll use your refined palate, Ned, because Mitch has used us on this. Would uh, you put beer? OB is the tastiest of the Korean, the readily available. Uh, Cass, OB, Height, and D. Are they the four yeah. easiest ones to get here? I, th- I would I would say yeah, that I'd say that OB is probably the best, but the OB that I have now is nowhere near as good as the old OB. Yeah, like they, so changed, they changed the recipe. recipe. Oh, yeah. Right. So they got a, it's so good, OB, it's OB if you're listening, OB can you change it back? <laughs> can you change it back to what it was? It was way better before. Yeah. The other stuff there, it's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. I bought um, for a Bucks party. I was like, wow, you can get a, like a, a, a case of D uh, for $11 20 bucks or something like that. So I, I bought like 20 cases of D, <laughs> and after everyone drank like you know a six pack each, it was like, have you got something that tastes like anything? <laughs> <laughs> this is real rough. <laughs> That's probably the lot the worst of them. And then Cass and Hyde are somewhere in the middle. Yeah, but I, I think they're all they're all there's there's only like two actual breweries. It's like how yeah. v- VB is, and Rushes and everything is owned by Carlton Draft. Like, yeah, totally. I just like OB's two. OB's slogan, which is Korea's fourth most popular beer. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth with a bullet, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, they're really great. great in moderation. You're like, oh, they're so smashable. I could drink a million of these, but then you actually try to. And it's <laughs> like the plainness of it actually does like amount to something after a few of them. Yeah, they, they tend to get pretty uh, pretty sickly after about three. I can't drink much more than that. They're yeah. amazing on tap, though. If you have them on tap, I can, I can drink a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you say. Yeah. Um, so Moon Park You've got a few more weeks Left to open What's the address of Moon Park? 34B Redfern Street But it's not on Redfern Street Enter off Elizabeth And it's it's level one It's upstairs 
don't go to Denny's Rice Bar downstairs and and leave bad Yelp reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired at Denny's Rice Bar. No, he, was, he was here first. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. We had um we had some uh, people come in one night going. Oh, is this Moon Park? We just ate downstairs. He told us he was the Korean restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> he's already done that a I bunch like. of times too. But he is no, the no Korean. You guys he is, are so quiet. The, are you guys the Korean restaurant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not lying, is he? Like, yeah, fuck. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> and he was here first, so in fairness. Um, and it's moonpark.com. Uh, moon-park.com.au. Uh, moon-park. Oh, wow. It's extra complicated. Sorry, you get you get to give that up soon. Yeah. <laughs> just Google, just Google it. Make a booking, come down. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you do the set menu, what are the things that they should definitely add to the uh, absolute classics? The Ducky Bucky, Ducky Bucky's the uh, fried chicken's pretty good. Um, grandma's pancake. Grandma's one's, pancake. One's grandma's pancake. The muslin muslin yeah. zucchini pancake. Yeah. So uh, how many good. classics are on the add-ons? How many? Uh, there's six at the moment. Right. So, so you should just add them all on, really. Okay. Pull yeah. 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 out, guys. Pull out. Pull <laughs> out. Make um, it make it rain. <laughs> good luck with your last few weeks. We'll we'll probably come and dine here a couple of times before you close. We Thank will. you. Cheers. And look forward to seeing what you guys do next. Um, look forward for Ben coming to work for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what socials you want to just put the the Moon Park Instagram out there or your personal ones so people can keep up to date with uh, your Korean adventures and uh, your family pics. You need to put more pictures of your baby up, Ned. Ah, uh, yeah. There's a couple at Jared Leto and at Toby Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> He's got quite a few followers. The Jared Leto one was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> so good. Thanks, Tristan. <laughs> but yeah, your, your Ben Ben Sears. Uh, no, everything's ben just knows. at at Moon Park Redfern. Okay, cool. I'll probably just keep using that. It's got way more followers than yeah. my personal account. <laughs> so I'll just take, take them over and tell people about how, oh, yeah, I'm super popular. <laughs> and Neb, where can we find you? Uh, at Neville Broadbent. <laughs> or at Jared Leto or at <laughs> Tobey Maguire. <laughs> you can find Mitch at Instakrill or at Krillin on the Run on Twitter. And you can see him uh, sometimes working, sometimes not at Acme. Mostly not. Or Barbrose. You, you can see him at Barbrose complaining about the price of onions. <laughs> Come I'm on, not guys. Complaining. I love the price of onions. <laughs> uh, and you can find me at Levdog, L E V D O W G, and all the socials. Uh, find the Mitchin, facebook.com slash the Mitchin, or the Mitchin podcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. We love to hear from you. And uh, I probably mix that up, so just look for Mitch and any of those <laughs> things. But if you've got any questions or guests that we want in the future, please let us know because we're going to try and make hashtag make the Mitch and Weekly again. We're going to make some cool hats. We're going to do some rallies. Um, and uh, if you like what you heard so far, the easiest way to let us know is to leave us a nice review on iTunes. Um, so just look up the Mitch in there and five stars, please. Thanks so much to Ben and Ned for coming in today. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, thank, guys. Cheers. Thanks for having us. And we'll see you next week, maybe. It's the Mitchin Podcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 